Evolutionary.org presents Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast with your co-hosts, Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the most hardcore and underground info in the industry. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Evolution.org Hardcore 2.0, episode 49. So we're talking about Europharmacies, and we're going to talk about their new 15 milliliter vials. This is going to be a really exciting show. We're going to go over the different options they have so far on the 15 milliliter vials. So really, really exciting stuff that you all can uh, can try. Um, and, you know, the cool thing about it is, Mobster, is that it's pretty revolutionary. So we're going to do, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about your pharmacies a little bit. Why we like your pharmacies, why we trust your pharmacies. And we're going to go over the list. And, um, you know, there's 11 right now of 15 milliliter options. And we're going to go over each, tell you a little bit about each compound, how to use it, how to stack it, all that good stuff. And then we're going to give you some final tips overall. So we're going to basically cover a lot of stuff in this podcast, Mobster. It's going to be very, very uh, thorough. <laughs> you know, I'll put it that way. Very, very thorough podcast. And it's going to be a podcast that uh, you guys are going to learn a lot from. So let's first, uh, you know, let's get into, you know, Europharmacies a little bit, Mobster. And Europharmacies, they've been around a long time. And, you know, they're they're kind of my go-to place in some situations, Um their gear is really good. I've never had a bad experience on their gear. Never. It's always been very, very clean. Yeah. It's always been, you know, very, very, um, you know, dependable. And uh, the shipping's always been fast. They have just it's just solid gear all around. Uh, the injections are smooth. There's no post injection pain. It's just an amazing source, and they have an excellent line of injectables, and that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. They also have an excellent line of orals, excellent line of other ancillaries available as well. But we're going to focus primarily, you know, obviously, on this podcast. We're going to primarily focus on their 15 milliliter vials that they have, and we're going to talk. We, you know, we'll throw in some orals here and there that we like to stack with these steroids that Europharmacies also has available. So it's going to be a really good show. We're going to talk about. Um, you know, any type of situation you want, whether it be recomping, cutting, bulking, strength, any, any, any situation. And uh, we're going to, we're going to make this podcast really, really fun. It's going to be an ex exciting one. So yeah, Euro pharmacies, I've been using them for years, mom. So I don't know about you. I've been using them for years. I trust them. Um, and I have a lot of respect for them. They're, uh, they're one of my favorites for sure. Why don't you touch on your pharmacy? I know you're a big fan. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, Steve. Um, I, I would agree with a statement that Steve just made, which was about them being a go-to. And I've actually said this, all right? So 100%, Steve and I have got experience of multiple labs, especially from our approved sources, which you can check out on the forums. But <laughs> I, I have a stash. I have a small stash all of my own, Steve. And I'd say that 90% of my stash is Europharmacies. 90% of the cycles I've done have been Europharmacy cycles. And like Steve says, there's a positive experience. I can only think of one product that just didn't work for me. There was nothing the matter with the product. Everything else has worked for me. I know what I'm going to get out of a cycle. I know from previous experience of using that particular steroid or peptide or some or whatever else, how I'm going to respond. And, and, and that's, it's just as simple as that. I'm trying to think of what Steve was talking a way of sort of defining them in the marketplace. And and the first name that sprung to mind, Steve, was Walmart. But I don't think they really are there because I think they're better than that. But what I meant by Walmart in my mind was, that if I was, we have a similar, uh, I think it's part of the Walmart uh, company over here in the United Kingdom, Asda. And it's where I would go for just basic, straightforward, no frills, no fucking about type products. If I wanted a box of breakfast cereal or whatever. So in my mind, that's how they come in. You don't get a fancy website. You get a very straightforward website. In fact, Steve, one of the things they did uh, late last year is they asked P 
people what you want what do you want to see on our website what information do you think we're missing they literally like kind of market research steve how can we be better just with the website not just the products and and how they respond and everything else but just how the website look what do you want to see on the website what information would you like to see added and it's just that it's not all bells and whistles and and glitter and, and shining and whatever else there's no pictures of before and afters it's literally here's the product here's the product information and then great prices and whatever they do and something we talk about on other shows certificates of analysis they regularly post these up on the forum as well as obviously allowing you to connect through the website to see these up these items and then they got some amazing really 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 good reps really really good reps. one particular person stands out in mind how the man finds the time to do what he does while working in construction because i know that's what his day job is the company themselves are great at responding any issues and i've i mean i'm sort of about probably coming up on six years experience myself i've been resolved super fast steve's 100 percent on shipping especially in the domestic side which they cover as well as the international do you know what i can think of one complaint steve one and it's literally because they look after their staff they close at christmas and people don't like the fact that they close at Christmas. And that's literally, as I said, they're working on both sides, in the international and the domestic, and they give their people time off. And people can't get their heads around the fact that their staff are allowed to have a couple of weeks to chill over Christmas. And that's the number one complaint. Everything else is good to go. Something they're really good at, really good at, and I'm talking about it when I said the rep as well, is the customer service in terms of, and this is what you want from all of our approved sources. But I just in my mind, again, they have a, the standout in this particular regard. So customer service is good too, because, you you know, is there an issue? Oh, this didn't arrive, or this is slow in the mail, or this crashes, or whatever. Yeah, And, and people, nine times out of 10, it's literally been down to the customer being slightly confused or putting something in a cart for weeks and then wondering why they didn't get a deal or whatever. But the customer service is great. I've seen... The longest I think anybody's ever had to wait for a response is 24 hours, and that includes weekends, Steve. So absolutely, that's what you want from a business. And when I talked about the feedback earlier on for the website, I'm also thinking about something else which I saw, again, late last year, early this year, where it was a question of product development, which we're specifically going to talk about when we talk about the 15 mil products, where they want to improve. Here's what happens a lot. And I'm not just talking about PEDs, but in the great things. And I'd probably even be guilty of this myself. Okay. You get good at something. You create a product. You get good at your craft, whatever it is. And then you stay at that level. And you do that because you're kind of lazy and because no one else is at that level until they catch you up. And then the only time you improve is when another company takes business off you or someone starts being better than you in competition and so on and so forth. Any company that wants to stay ahead in the marketplace today and specifically in PDs needs to constantly be improving, constantly adding to the line, constantly updating the website, constantly getting up-to-date certificates of analysis or test or whatever else. And one and again, with the 15 mil, we've asking customers what they wanted to see on the website and more. I mean, I'm talking about the rep again, the specific person I'm thinking of, on behalf of the company, saying, what do you want us to do? How do you want us? And that kind of vibe, Steve. So you like to see that. It's not necessarily something that's obvious to all customers and, and people that follow these podcasts or whatever else. You can go ahead and check this out for yourself via the forums, via the website, use the historical stuff you can look on Google to see how things were before, and you will see that they are doing this constantly. There's someone at the company there, Steve, kind of sole purpose, sole job is what can we do better today that we didn't do yesterday and how can we be better tomorrow? I like that kind of stuff. So that, that to me is how it should be. And they're a great example, as I say, of what we like in an approved source via the testing, via the customer service, via the product line, and so on and so forth. Now, under the 15 mil vials, and I said this when they first come out, I kind of got excited because, again, it's just literally a product development that other companies other approved sources haven't done. And to me, it was like, well, it's a great example of what they're, they're outside the box thinking, trying something different and so on and so forth. And then what's happened and the reason why they've expanded 
to the 11 products now, and I think, and this is my personal opinion, that they will expand in the future, is because they have seen people go, do you know what the hell, I'm taking a 15 mile. I've actually got, and I could show Steve on camera, I've got four of their 15 mile vials here in my little stash. And I could literally hold them up to Steve and show them and tell in this example, Steve. So I, I, I've got them here. I can say that it's a quality product. It's the same quality that they were offering before. And I like simply, as I said, the fact that they're trying new things in the industry. I tell you what I think is going to happen. I think other companies are going to see that, kind of get excited themselves, and they're kind of going to have to sort of play catch up when it comes to Euro pharmacies in terms of their 15 mil products. What do you think on that, Steve? What I think is cool is if you go on their website and you look through their product list, you can actually see the the vials that are bigger, that are like taller. So that's kind of cool. And it kind of it is kind of a cool little concept because you're used to the little rectangle, uh, squarish 10 milliliter vials. But now you see more of a longer rectangle shaped 15 milliliter vial. So I think it's cool how they even have that on their website. And, um, you know, where they have, uh, you know, they, they, they should have a picture of it. They don't just say, they don't just have a generic picture of a vial of gear and they just, you know, have, they just put 15 milliliters. So that, that's kind of cool. That tells me that they, they're not cheap when it comes to, you know, getting uh, a, a good graphic designer on their website and uh, someone to take pictures of the gear and someone to, to get all that on there and they're not a cheap yeah. company there. And then, uh, you know, with their reps, as mobster said, one of the things with reps, you see with a lot of these sources, a lot of these brands out there that are producing anything, not just gear, but anything is, um, turnover. And when, when you see a lot of turnover, whether it be at the store, you usually shop at any, any place that means they're not taking care of their people. So their yeah. people basically are there and then they're leaving. It's it's a turnover, constant turnover. Nobody wants to stay there. Um, a good company, they keep their employees. They take care of their employees. They give them promotions. They, they make sure that they're taken care of. And their reps are on the forms every single day to answer your questions. And that's important to me as a, as a person who uses these brands. If something goes wrong, you know, I have someone to reach out to. I don't have to, you know, email the you know the the brand itself. I just reach out to the reps and get some yeah. clarification on something. Hey, is there an issue with shipping right now? Is the post office being delayed? Is you know, are these products, you know, did anything change with these products? This way they can just answer the questions. You can post threads, they'll be in the threads answering the questions and they're on there every day. So to me that's very very important. They're posting sales Whenever a sale comes out, they're letting you know there's a sale. So that's that's what being a rep is all about. And when you don't, when you just consistently have turnover, then you have to retrain the reps, and and they have to learn your products all over again. You get lower customer service that way. So that's what you like to see for sure. Um, in in in, in any situation, that's what they do very well. And let, um, let me give you an example, Steve. Sorry to interrupt. I I was represented, I don't know if I still am, I really don't, or acted as an ambassador for a clothing line that was relaunched uh, middle of last year and got the first order, fantastic products, thank you very much, modelled the products, did the whole Instagram representation, put the code up, etc. I got a single email from the person at the company that was meant to be representing or looking after the ambassadors, like myself, responded, didn't get a reply, waited fucking months for more products, eventually got more products, sent a bunch of emails, didn't get a reply. And to my mind, it's exactly what Steve was saying. The company had put someone that could do this job and then changed their fucking mind, got rid of the person, moved them to something else. I never got a single reply to any of those emails. I've had two batches of clothing for me to wear. It's just piss poor, Steve. When you've got someone who's been in position, and again, I'm thinking of this particular person, but the same length of time that Steve and I have had experience with Euro pharmacies, and I mean the same length of time, it's probably been there since before our experience, 
and he's tip top, Steve. He, he is, I'm going to say right now, hand on heart, he's a nicer person than I am because I don't have the patience this guy has. And, and he's just uh, enthusiastic as all hell and gets out there. And there's a couple of other guys, I'm thinking of someone else who's less, is more of a rep or a, a brand ambassador, such as myself in that particular way, who's ripped to fuck on their products constantly in condition, never out of condition, even when he's not in his best condition. And you've got this kind of thing going on. And even the relationship I have when I contact Europharmacies or one of their brand resellers myself, just the way the company talks to you, gives you feedback, uh, you just just sort of, it's, it's, it's more like brothers of iron in that particular, it's not a customer uh, a, a brand a relationship it is the way that there's there's a back and forth and a kind of relaxed how are you doing what's going on have a nice christmas that whole vibe steve i like that and and let me give you an example again right and i'm just talking about the general business full stop i am old enough so that back in the day when my dad went out to buy stuff and he took me along as a kid the guys in the shop and i'm just thinking of a, a hardware shop they knew who he was so the relationship you had with the customers by name, and who's this? Is this your son? And what are you? What project are you doing? And the whole sort of vibe between my dad and the relationship with the store was was a personal relationship. So what happens here, Steve? You and I are, are longtime fans, longtime customers, used Eurofarms' product for a long time. We build up this relationship. If you can do that with customers, you keep them for a long time. If they make a mistake, they correct it. They apologize. They're wishing you happy Christmas. They'll acknowledge you when they see you in the street. Now, you go to a big store or big name brand now. They want to sell you product for sure, but there's no relationship. So this element of the way that the reps are, the way that the company is themselves directly, and so on and so forth, is super, super important in my mind. And if you do that and your products are tip top, that's how it should be. The simple fact now, and specifically again with the 15 mil vials, Steve, is I, I guarantee you that they had customers said, I wish the products were bigger. Let me give you a tiny bit of background on this in terms of PEDs and vials and whatever else, okay? So some years ago, uh, a few forums that I was involved with at the time kind of got excited when they realized that the veterinary, the vet industry, the, the animal husbandry industry was using these huge, great vials, 100 mils, Steve, or more, one litre, I think they were using. So that's a 1,000 mil uh, kind of uh, canisters or great big glass bottles on the top of an injectable that could be used for cattle, cattle sheep, the pig industry, and whatever else. What they didn't understand and appreciate was the dosages per mil were kind of low. But you weren't paying a lot of money for these huge, great things. So, of course... Everybody's like, oh, my God, I can go out and buy a one-litre vial of this particular steroid. Let's say training this example, Steve. And, but, of course, it was like 20 or 30 milligrams per mil. Great for the cattle, not so good if you want to hit the gym, and no one wants to inject meal after meal after meal. But that's kind of the vibe that people got into, and they got very excited at the time. The simple fact of the matter is, when it comes to the 15 mil vial, and I'm thinking especially, in, and we will discuss this as we go along, when it comes to TRT, the, the, the idea that you can pay, and they have had some great deals on these products, especially when introduced them, the same price as some of their other products in the 10 mil, uh, and for TRT levels, at a kind of sensible dosaging for TRT that's going to last you 15, 16, 17 weeks, Steve, uh, for the kind of prices that they were charging is absolutely amazing. So for my mind, it was, again, again I'm thinking specifically of TESIP and TRT, uh, 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 in that example, at, at tip top, 100% exactly what a customer would want. So he's mucking around, Steve. You don't have to buy multiple vials. You don't have to buy, for example, on a cycle. You can mix and match. There's nothing to stop you buying a 10 mil and a 15 mil so you get exactly the right amount you want and so on and so forth. And again, as I said, especially when they introduced it and when they had sales and deals on, sometimes the 15 mils are the same price in the sale during a deal, so listen out for that, listeners, when it happens, as the 10 mil vials were. And I suspect, as I said earlier on, I think they're going to add to this list. We're looking at 11 products today. They have, I believe, off the top of my head, Steve, something like 30 different ways of doing this in terms of esters, as well as obviously the product lineup. 
And I suspect we'll see another five or 10 added to this list, particularly if it's based on customer demand. Back to you. Yeah, so let's get into the 15 milliliter options, Mobster, that uh, Euro Pharmacies has. So the first one I'll talk about, it's called Boldenone, Undeclinate, and that's going to be Equipoise. And they sell it in a 200 milligram per milliliter, 15 milliliter, uh, 15 milliliter vial. So, I mean, man, each vial is going to last you quite a while. So if you're running two cc's of this stuff a week, that's 400 milligrams. So we're talking seven and a half weeks per vial. So really two vials of this stuff, you'll have, and you run it at 400 milligrams, you'll have stuff left over if you're going 12 weeks. And if you're going at 500 milligrams, which is probably a dosage a lot of you will want to go, especially if you're over 200 pounds, then, you know, two, two vials will be right on the money. So this is a great way actually to save money. Uh, because if you compare the price to a 10 milliliter to a 15 milliliter, you're actually saving money this way, buying it, uh, buying 50% more in the vial. So that's pretty cool. The Equipoise is one of my personal favorite steroids. I'm actually on it right now, by the way. Um, of course, this is, an, this is an evergreen podcast. So, I mean, by the time you listen to it, I won't be on it. But I like to use Equipoise. The reason I like to use Equipoise is because I like to live an active lifestyle. I can do a lot of stuff like yoga, swimming, beach running, you know, hiking, um, you know. So I like to lead a very active lifestyle. Um, I don't just like to weight train, you know. And so it's very important for me to, to take something at this point of my life that is going to be not interfere with my lifestyle of being being active and some of these steroids that we're going to talk about they do interfere so equipoise is a really good one equipoise um it's used currently i'll give you a little background on it currently it's used in racehorses all right one of the more popular ones using racehorses as you would imagine then hence the name equipoise um but the misconception is people think that it was designed to be used in veterinary medicine and it wasn't it was originally used for for um, humans, and it was used to help with muscle wasting and help boost red blood cell and you know anemia and all that and all that, prevent anemia and all that good stuff in the medicinal world. So, as as you know, weightlifters, bodybuilders, active people as we are, athletes, um, equipoise is a great one because it does what a lot of other steroids do, which is prevent muscle wasting, boost red blood cell count, and it doesn't cause the negative side effects. Like it won't give you crippling pumps. It won't be very inflammatory in the body. Remember, it's a testosterone derivative. It is not a DHT derivative. So basically, they took the testosterone molecule, they played around with it, they made it less side effects, less estrogenic, less androgenic. So you're not going to be carrying around water all day on equipoise. So I really like it. My favorite way, mobster, as an active person to use equipoise is to throw in a little bit of testosterone. And we're going to get to the testosterone because they do have three 15 milliliter options for testosterone. We're going to, we're going to get to in a second. But I like to run a little, little bit of testosterone with about 100, 125 milligrams a week of testosterone and then run 300 400, maybe 500 of equipoise depends. If I'm more gym centric, you know, then I'll go a little higher in equipoise. If I'm more active centric, where I'm going to maybe spend the next couple months doing things outside the gym, more outside the gym, then I'd go the lower dose of 300. So that's how I would run it. If you're just straight gym, then you go higher on the equipoise and you could even raise the testosterone to maybe 200 or 250 um, in that situation. Um, so that's how I, I run Equipoise. Mobster, you want to touch on Equipoise a little bit and, and move to the next one? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, guys. They're not going to produce any products that you don't want. And EQ, when Steve and I did a show recently on the top-selling uh, steroids of 2023-2024, EQ was still on the top 10, Steve. We know it's a super popular product. Dosage in at 200 milligrams a milliliter is right exactly where you'd like it to be. 
Certainly, uh, no issues are. I would imagine, Steve, at the lower uh, milligram per mil dosing uh, in terms of uh, PIP. And as I say, Steve and I have talked about this just recently, for example, a great cutter, uh, which is still super popular. But we've got some products on this list which are great for bulking and, of course, um, uh, cutting. And as Steve said, especially in Steve's example, uh, we know, for example, the trend has a massive impact on cardio. So that's another reason for using an EQE, Steve. Let's move on to the next one. And I'm going to try to pronounce this properly, even though we know exactly what it is. Drostanolone in Amphate at 150 milligrams a mil. Uh, obviously, again, in a 15 mil vibe. This, of course, is the Enamphate version of Masteron. And I'd actually combine this, Steve, with the EQ in terms of, especially if you're on the leaner side, uh, as, I, as we know, it does help with cutting, but you do need to be on the leaner side to see the maximum benefits from it. And again, the 150 milligram per mil, Steve, I mean, is look, uh, let me let me cover this a little bit in a slightly different way. Um, and I was thinking about this yesterday on, on, on another subject. There is a great thing when it comes to debate in the, the, the amount of milligrams per mil of a product. And people get kind of crazy when they see the 400 and the 500 mil, milligrams per mil products out there and all the rest of that kind of stuff. Here's how this stuff works, and I'll, I'll touch on this very quickly. So uh, the late Rich Piano actually did a really good podcast some years ago. Some of the stuff he talked about was completely large shit, but he kind of stated the obvious. He said, look, it is easy to produce a high dose per milligram, per mil, sorry, product, if you wish to, but you're going to have issues with crashing. You're going to have issues with, <clears throat> excuse me, Steve, uh, post-injection pain, PIP. And he said quite easily, why is it that companies, the huge pharmaceutical companies that back in the day were the first to produce in any kind of serious quantity steroids for the marketplace, but specifically for medical reasons, didn't produce high-dose products. Now, even <coughs> at 250 to 300 milligrams a mil, you're still going to get the occasional customer out there with complaints about issues that they and it'll be a small percentage, Steve, issues that a few of them will have or discomfort after in, after injection. So the slightly lower, and I mean slightly lower, typically, and I can find examples, this even on the Europharmacy's website, slightly higher dosage than at 250 milligrams per mil in the 10 mil vial versus the EQ at the slightly lower dosage, lower dosage gives you that flexibility. If you are, <coughs> again, excuse me, Steve, someone, that does suffer from post-injection pain. And again, yeah, so you've got the flexibility there, Steve. They've also got the uh, propionate version with a lower dosing of 75 milligrams per mil. And funny enough, that's actually common in a couple of the other products that they're doing. I think what they've done here specifically, and you've had, I've actually covered this in other shows, we sometimes say to people, if you're not sure how you respond, and I'm thinking specifically of training you in this example, Steve, to a particular product. If you don't like how you might respond to it, then you use the shorter active version, so the prop, prop or the ACE, because it's quicker in and quicker out. And then if you find that you actually do get on with the product and you do prefer less pinning, then you have the option of obviously going for the longer S's like in MFA. So I like the fact that it's out there. I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking, Steve, and I'm just looking at this. Steve and I were talking about this just off air for a few seconds. I think this is a competition product with the prop there, Steve, in terms of you want products that are in and out of the system very, very quickly towards the end of the competition stack. You should be conditioned already. You should be doing the cardio and the dietary work. So you want something that's quick acting, it's going to harden you up, get you stage ready. And I think that's what this product's aimed at. I'm thinking again of them. I mentioned one of the reps earlier on who's always in condition. I can see that he would love this because he's just, that's going to give him that little bit of a polish. But without throwing milligram after milligram after milligram into the system and overloading, and especially, Steve, if it was a combination of other products in a stack. What do you think on that before we get into the decker? Well, Masteron, look, you can stack anything with Masteron. It's a DHC derivative. It's um, It helps the entire cycle one run good. But as Mobster pointed out, the only stipulation when it comes to using Masteron is your body fat percentage. And if your body fat percentage is high, what's the point of hardening up muscle that's covered up by fat? 
So make sure your body fat is low enough where you can actually see your muscles. So when you harden them up, it's, you know, you can actually see the hard muscles in the first place. You can see the vascularity. So in terms of competitions, this is, you know, guys these days, what they're running, we know this because we have pro on the forum who competes at very high level. We have several pros and they like to use Masteron with trend. Those are really good for competitions. You could stack Masteron with testosterone. You can stack it with Nandrolones, you know, Decker, MPP. So many different options you can stack, stack Masteron with. I wouldn't stack Masteron with another DHT derivative. I don't see the point of doing that. You might as well just jack the dose up of Masteron. And in terms of dosage, anywhere from 300 to 500 milligrams. But competitors close to competition, they'll jack the dose even higher. They'll jack the dose closer to 1,000 milligrams or more. And they'll use, as Mobster said, they'll use the propanate version because they want it in and out of their system quicker. So they want it to be peaking at contest time in front of a judge. And then they are okay with it being out of your system. So as soon as it's out of your system, your hardness is going to obviously go away. So that's how it works. So <clears throat> the next one we're talking about is uh, Nandrolone Decanate. I'm going to bring in Mobster to talk about these as well because he's more. Um, you know, I know he no, likes. I'm a big fan of Decker. You know this, Steve. I'm a yeah. big fan of Decker. And I've used uh, Sustanon and Decker together uh, recently, just, just before Christmas, uh, as we record this show in the middle of February. Okay, so. Um, I've yeah. talked about another show. Talk Sorry, about what they have. Cycles, absolutely one yeah. of my favorite. Yeah, talk on. about the DECA option they have and talk about the MPP option they have and in, in, uh, milligrams a milliliter and all that good stuff. Yeah, and right. So the DECA option that we're talking about in a 15 mil vial today, guys, is, is 200 milligrams a mil, which is perfect, Steve, honestly. And the MPP, which we know is the, the shorter active version, is a 75 milligram per mil. And again, look, let's touch upon the competition thing. Steve mentioned it as well. Com Competition stack tends to be, I think, what they call multi-pharma, Steve. You really look at look. I, I've never been a big fan of doing more than three different steroids. And let's be honest, I'm not a competing bodybuilder. I'm not standing on the Mr. Olympia stage. I'm not doing a 16-week cycle. I don't do stages to my cycles where I have this product at this point, this product at this point, and this product at this point. But top competing and amateur competing bodybuilders do. And they say they have to look at the options that are available they need shorter rest versions they because they want something four weeks in and out something else clear it especially if they're new to a competition see well they're trying something different and they want the shorter options again because they want to see how the body's going to respond what they don't want to do is arrive on stage in piss poor condition bloated having estrogen issues holding water and even that this you know they've dieted their asses off they train their asses off and they look like a sack of shit that's no good to any competing bodybuilder so you have to have these options available for them. And it will be a quote-unquote multi-pharma approach. We have seen competition stacks. We've seen the death stacks. And there are crazy amounts in there and crazy numbers of steroids, even if it's not all at once, even if it's only four at once or five at once, as it is occasionally. So you have these options out there. Now, I will touch upon again, DECA is absolutely one of my favorites. I have never suffered from touch wood, and maybe that's dose-dependent, Decadic, and I've always responded incredibly well by adding Sustan onto it as a bulker slash strengthener for me in terms of the stuff that I've done. And the last time I did a bulk stack, which would be the pre-Christmas stack, was with Europharmacy's products. This now, this is just as an example. I, my all-time highest body weight was on that stack, and I got to 336 motherfucking pounds. Not comfortable, it has to be said. Uh, but I probably felt better than that than I did on the cutter with the trend, Steve, which was another company's products. But uh, just absolutely the big. I literally maxed that and went past the last number on the scale at the gym. That's how fucking heavy I got on that particular stuff. And on a couple of these, Steve, I was at my all-time highest strength as well. So for me, I'm a big, big fan of Decker. I've never used... MPP, but we do know of listeners that have. We do know members of the format do. And again, it's one of those things where they can get the stuff into this system, out of the system quicker. And that also explains the 75 milligrams per mil dosage. As I explained to people earlier on, trying products if you've never used them before. And I'm not someone that goes like a sweet shop thing, Steve. And I don't like this with uh, people that are 
thinking about planning the stack where they feel like they need to try all the steroids. You do not. That's the experience of everybody else that you can rely on, including myself and Steve, and of course, his shows, his podcast. But again, if you was competing, if you have a challenge coming up, if you need to get into shape for a holiday, if you've got a modeling gig coming up, then you're going to prefer the shorter esters. And so you have the option here with a 200 milligram per mil in the normal version of DECA and the NPP at the 75 milligram per mil for the shorter version. Talk about SUST and TEST next, Steve. Well, I want to talk about DECA too. Don't be hogging the DECA time. <laughs> so DECA, here's the thing with DECA, appetite. Um, it's going to increase your appetite like crazy and uh, when you use it. So DECA, DECA, you know, nandrolones are testosterone derivative. They tweak them. But one of the things they didn't tweak out of it was the appetite increases. Yeah. And uh, they tweaked out the androgenic effect. So it's a milder version of testosterone. They tweaked out the estrogenic effect. So it's going to aromatize way less than testosterone. So one of the things a lot of people make the mistake of doing with, with nandrolones is they stack a bunch of tests with it. The whole point of running the nandrolone in the first place was that so you don't get those androgenic side effects and you don't get the estrogenic side effects. So if you want to add tests to it, then don't even bother running DECA or NPP. Just run tests, <laughs> you know? So really, in, the way I look at it is if you're going to run the Nandrolone, run a very tiny amount of testosterone with it. Don't run a lot, all right? It makes no sense in my mind. So I run like 100, mm. 125 milligrams of testosterone with it. That's it. That's it. Now, if you want to just straight bulk, all right? I can see the logic of using a lot of testosterone with nandrolone. I can see the logic because instead of running a thousand milligrams of testosterone and getting a ton of androgenic and estrogenic side effects and looking like a bloated whale, you can run, let's say four or 500 tests, four or 500 of the DECA, and you won't get as much of that bloated effect. You won't get as much androgenic effects. So I could see that logic. But if you're just looking to bodybuild and weight train and take advantage of DECA's properties, it makes no sense to run a lot of testosterone. You're just going to get more side effects. You don't get less side effects. You get more side effects. And also one of the most important things with any nandrolone is to run a DHT derivative with it. And this helps balance that DHN dihydronandrolone and DHT dihydrotestosterone balance in a cycle. So it's very, very important to do that. That will prevent decadic from ever happening. And a lot of people get decadic for two reasons. Number one, their DHN and DHT levels get out of whack. They're very sensitive to DHT. And when DHT is up, they get more libido. When DHT is down, they get less libido and less erections. So if you're sensitive then that way to DHT, obviously, it makes sense to run a DHT with it. This way, that won't be an issue. Second reason is it's less androgenic than straight testosterone. So a lot of you are sensitive to androgens. I know I am. Example, if you run trend, which is extremely androgenic, or you run a moderate or high dose of testosterone, which is extremely androgenic, you get a boost in libido, boost in erections, boost in stuff, at least temporarily, right? So if you're sensitive to androgens, you won't do well on DECA when it comes to the bedroom. So add an androgen to the cycle, add some testosterone, maybe add some trend to it or add an oral to it that, that will give a little, little bit of an androgenic kick and you'll have that experience. But at the end of the day, DECA is one of those where appetite, 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 appetite. If you're looking to bulk, it's a great one. If you're not looking to bulk, it's going to be annoying from the appetite. That's my view on it. All right, Mark, so now you want one, to jump in? One, yeah, yeah just ahead. one more thing on that, Steve. And I've actually said this on another show. Uh, this occurred exactly like Steve's talking about. This is how bad it was being. It didn't actually happen the last time, Steve. It's definitely happened in the past. People sometimes struggle with eating. God damn, Steve. I've talked about sitting there with a perfectly decent-sized, calorifically-loaded meal, filling my face, as we say, and thinking about the next meal, actually being hungry for the next meal while I'm eating. So if you want an appetite stimulus, we got you covered on that one, Steve. On to the next ones. All right. So the next ones we're going to talk about 
are going to be a bunch of testosterone options that we have here. So there's a Sustanon 250, which comes in 250 milligram milliliter. Testosterone SIP, 200 milligram milliliter. Testosterone E, 200 milligram milliliter. Testosterone Probe, 75 milligram milliliter. Testosterone, now this is the synthetic version of the testosterone reproduced in our body. It's not like they're taking and they're adding esters to it. So it's not like they're, they're extracting testosterone out of our body and putting it in a vial. A lot of people don't grasp that out there. Like they think, like you'll hear people say on forums, oh, testosterone is the most natural thing you can put in your body. And no, no, it's not. It's not the most natural thing you can put in your body, you moron. It's synthetic. It's made in a fucking lab, okay? They link the fucking atoms and all that shit. Some chemist geek guy in a fucking lab links the things, right? And they produce the synthetic version of testosterone that we produce in our body. So it's not the same thing. It's a synthetic version. So don't fucking tell me that it's the same fucking thing. Don't tell me it's the same. If you can produce your own testosterone, that's worth your weight in gold. That's fucking the best thing you can do um, rather than take a synthetic version of testosterone. So that's that. right off the bat, I just wanted to say that. Now, having said that, they take that testosterone molecule and they play around with it. They add, you know, they 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 put esters. They attach esters to it. Now, these esters do a specific thing. This is very, very important. Now, pay attention to what I'm saying. You have sasasanol, which is a sasasanol 250. It's a blend of four testosterone esters. One short ester, one intermediate, and two long esters. One really, really long ester, by the way. Let me get this clear to all you fucking morons out there. And I see people on social media always doing the saying this. Sustanon is not designed to be pinned every day or a few times a week or even twice a week. Okay. Sustanon is designed to be injected at a higher dose infrequently. That's why it comes yeah. in 250 yeah. milligram. So you inject it one time every two weeks. All right at the, the dose you want, or you can inject it once a week, whatever. So let's say you want to run yeah. 500 milligrams of sustenon. You would inject 200, one, one CC twice a week, or you do two CCs once a week, or you do two CCs every two weeks. You know, that's how it was designed. So originally it was designed for TRT in Britain to be injected even every three weeks. So they inject about two they inject one cc every two or three weeks so they'd get anywhere between 100 and 125 milligrams in their system per week the esters pick up after one another so i just want to be clear yeah. so those idiots out there you see who are you can tell they don't know what they're talking about we're like oh you gotta inject sustenon every day no that's not how you inject it you're completely missing the point of the whole reason why it's got four esters attached to it each ester picks up after one another and the long ester is 16 day half-life not active life 16 day half-life the active life on that long ester is darn near darn near like 70 days all right so please you know do this do run these chemicals correctly okay um yeah let me go for a second here steve sorry yeah so what do we sometimes see discussed on the forums where people talk about front loading aka kickstarters finishers and all this kind of vibe right and you know the theory is that they, they're using a longer acting ester as their main steroid so they use a shorter acting ester or different steroid quicker acting to get into this system so they can feel like they're on a steroid so that they can get the whole thing started the journey uh, getting bigger getting stronger getting leaner losing fat whatever quicker okay well that's kind of like the sort of theory that applies right here steve the whole point as you say You've literally got short, medium, and long-acting esters all in one product. You, we, For those of us, and I'm including myself, that don't like peeing every fucking day, you're covered again. I mean, I'm thinking, Steve, I'm trying to think now whether I did every fourth or fifth day when I've been on cycle. But as Steve said, I could have done one jab a week on the stuff and two on the Deca. It would have been perfectly fine, and two would have only been every fourth or fifth day. I think I just did it as a matter of convenience, Steve. But as Steve's quite right. The whole sort of theories that we discuss when it comes to steroids and S's and kickstarters and finishers and all that kind of stuff, you're covered. You've literally covered. All it's going to come down to, I think, Steve, after that is your individual response to specific steroids, in this case, Sustanon, 
and how your body looks on it, say, compared to something else. Otherwise, you are covered. So, again, you know, we could talk about ester length, what, what is the best for, for CRC and all that kind of stuff. But this is literally like a theoretical sitting down a round table discussing how you would probably best do it. And maybe the only thing I would change, Steve, was I'd have this right at the beginning and then just switch to the long acting esters later on, if, if that was your thing, if that's how you wanted to do it. But again, it comes down to how long people are on a cycle, what they want from a cycle and so on and so forth. But if you want to think about it in those terms, this is probably the steroid in that particular way. Ease of the short, the medium, the long acting essence, everything you want all in one product, Steve. Back to you. Testosterone sip, testosterone E. All right. The only difference between these two is that one has a half-life of about nine or 10 days. The other one has a half-life of about 10, 11, 12 days, just depending on what literature you look like. So they're both... Um, I would use them. You, you know, it, a lot of people like to use these in in longer cycles or moderate length cycles, and they'll pin it once or twice a week, and that's perfectly fine. So they stack, you know, just about with everything. A lot of people like to have a little androgenic kick in their cycle, a little estrogenic kick in their cycle, to add a little testosterone to their cycle. Some people like to use twice as much testosterone. As another steroid they're using, some people like to use a one-to-one -one ratio. Look, whatever works for you, works for you. Um, everybody's different. I like to personally, um, you know, if I'm using something on cycle, like the first example, equipoise, for example, I like to use equipoise for a reason, okay? So I'll use it for a reason. I'll add in some testosterone to give the cycle a little bit of kick. I'm not going to add in testosterone just for the hell of it. There's a purpose for why you stack steroids. You don't just stack them randomly. So at the end of the day, I like SIP and I like E. They're smooth injections. I've used the Europharmacy SIP and I think I've used the E. I'm not entirely sure. But at the end of the day, they're both going to be a smooth injection. They're easy to use and they do their job as intended. Um, and, and again, at 15 milliliter vial. So you're cutting back on uh, you're saving a little money because the 15 milliliter vial dollar for dollar is going to be a better deal than the 10 milliliter vial. And then testosterone propanate, <clears throat> 75 milligram a milliliter is not very much. So one CC is only 75 milligram. This is going to be a situation where those of you who do like to pin every day or every other day, you could pin the prop every day or every other day, one CC, and that give you, um, you know, 75 milligrams, Pinning it every day, you know, times seven, that's going to give you, you know, what, 300, 400 milligrams a week, mobster. Um, let me do the math on that here. So 75 times seven, so 525. It's going to put you at 525. Now, if you did 75 milligrams every other day, it would put you <clears throat> at half of that. So if you multiply the 75, the way you would do it is you would take 75, multiply by 3.5, which is every other day. So it'd be 262 a week so you could you know pin it either way in that situation just depending but this is going to be in your system quicker it's going to be out of your system quicker so if you're a competitor and you're going into a competition or you're going to a wedding you're going to a photo shoot and you want to use test but you don't want it in your system leading into the photos or the competition or whatever because you want to look nice and hard and vascular for your competition the trick is with this, and I'll bring you in monster to talk about this. The trick is you would stop, you would use the propanate. This way you can stop it a couple of weeks ahead of time. And then by the time that day comes where there's a specific day, you have to look a certain way. Then yeah. it won't be in your system. It won't be adding water retention to your body and all, all that stuff. So at the end yeah. of the day, like I said, uh, before you bring in monster, all these testosterones, you can stack an oral with it. You can go on and, and look at your pharmacies for their oral steroids. They have tons of oral options or any of these other steroids that we've talked about. It will stack uh, good with just about any steroid. The only steroid I want to stack testosterone with um, off the top of my head is Anadrol. I want to stack with testosterone with Anadrol. I want to stack testosterone with Ment either because that would be a disaster to stack it with Ment. So those are, those are what we do. But other than that, really... You know, you can stack tests with just about anything. Go ahead. Yeah, let me talk about competitions again. And I'm, I'm, I follow the the, the comp competing side of bodybuilding more than Steve does, and I've got a 
huge collection of books and magazines here from, from the competitive bodybuilders being featured for many, many years, going back quite a long time. So here's, here's one of the truths when it comes to uh, being in shape. The top professional bodybuilders will tell you, and in fact, this applies to athletes in a way, Steve, you are looking specifically for a particular day to peak. It's no good being in shape two weeks before and then two weeks later having a different edge. It's no good being as strong as you want it to be or able to throw a discus as far as you possibly could 10 days before the Olympics. You want to be in shape. You want to be a, a peak on the fucking day. All right? So top professional bodybuilders have talked about this. They've talked about, and this just happened uh, last year, Steve, when the Mr. Olympia, the open class, did not get on stage until 11 p.m. at night. That kind of shit used to happen in the 50s and 60s with the Mr. American and Mr. USA. You got on stage after the powerlifters. So here's the thing. You've spent, never mind the fucking years it took to, to become a Mr. Olympia-level complete competitor, Never mind the amount of competitions you had to do to qualify and how hard you had to work for your pro card. Now the Mr. Olympia's come in and you've qualified. Or the Arnold, but you're getting invitations, Steve. And it's 20 weeks to go, 16 weeks to go. Now it starts. You diet, you diet, you diet. You, you, you go and talk to a prep coach about food and nutrition. You're working with someone in the gym. And as often as not the nutritional side of fella, sometimes someone separately is sitting you down and discussing the PEDs and how you respond what you look like on this product, what you, what's actually run in the past, what experience you've got with this and this and this, what dosages you run and so on and so forth, right? And they can quite often, and we've talked about this, cost you 30000 fucking dollars without growth hormone and insulin and peptides and God knows what else. And you can look different in the morning than you do in the afternoon than you do in the evening. So this is why the guys were getting really pissed off. Literally, the show... It's supposed to be based around the open competitors. That's the people that we call Mr. Olympia, not the class winners for the classic beach body, wellness, whatever else, the Mr. Olympia. And when the condition of a person, whether that's from water or food or stress or being tired, can change from the morning to the evening, that's how you should be. You should be, Steve. That's how peaked you should be. You literally, for example, photo shoot, right? Let's imagine you're working for a modeling agency, a gig comes up, and it's paying a thousand dollars for a day, but you've got to look like you're ready for the beach. And right now, when they ask you, you don't. So you kill yourself. Same thing with a movie. We've talked about this as well, Steve. Actors looking amazing on screen, and they're getting five, ten, fifteen million dollars. They're training at four o'clock in the fucking morning, Steve. They've got people meal prepping on set and all this kind of stuff. And they're doing crazy fucked up shit to get into shape. And it's for a lot of money, way more than you'd win in the Mr. Olympia or from modeling gig or whatever else. But you need to look good. You need to look a certain particular way. So we talk about stacks that actors might use and other professional athletes might use. But again, it's about peaking for a day. I want to pick, if I'm an American football player, Steve, and I'm at the Super Bowl, I want my best day to be at the Super Bowl. I want my best day for be the FA Cup final for the Premier League final, whatever, for the World Cup. I want my peak strength, my peak everything to be on the day. So how did that work? Like Steve said, we're talking about products that are in and out of your system quick in the case of props and aces. We want you to, as Steve said, you know, we want the positive effect of the steroid to get us big and muscular and strong. We want the negatives to be out of our system as quickly as possible so that we lose any water that we might be holding. And this can get really complicated because you can't be specific when you give this advice to one person unless you work with that person when you sat down and discussed what they're doing steve does consultations and he would have spoken to and i've done in my own way steve hundreds of people hundreds some of them don't have the ability to apply themselves properly in the kitchen in the gym they're going through the motions but they want a miracle answer and so on and so forth so it is super super important that you know how these things work how they're going to occur in your system, and so on and so forth. Let's talk about trend now, Steve. This is the, 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 the one in the corner, right? Trend is God. Trend is gold. Trend is 
Shane has its own sort of subgroup of fans when it comes to BEDs. I, it can feel horrendous. I know of strength athletes, world-class strength athletes, talking about how they sweat. And, and, but at the same time, Steve, Steve talked about this, just how goddamn strong it was on Trent. So the options are here in the 15 mil vials again, Trent Ace, 75 milligrams a mil, and Trent in Amphate, 150 milligrams a mil. I suspect, Steve, the 15 mil uh, Trent in Amphate, 150 milligrams would be the product for the majority of users that love Trent. Um, I'll let Steve discuss the scientific side of it. We know, uh, and again, if you can handle the side effects of Trent, if you can get on with it, as we say, it really does exactly what it says it's going to do. People get as strong as they're ever going to get. They get as lean as they're ever going to get. My most recent experience was, was on a cut, included uh, a product which had a small amount of training, 75 milligrams a mil, but it was a couple of other items in there as well. And a recomposition effects of training, I've talked about this, going from 327 down to 320, and back up to 327 with my belt size down, so I'd recompositioned. I literally got leaner, had a smaller waist, and yet was the same body weight as when I started. So for me, it worked. Killed my cardio, Steve, doing my steps three times a day. Didn't like how I felt on it, but did it work? Yes, absolutely. And one of the things that's kind of fucks up the trend as well for those people that like it, what can feel uncomfortable, as it did with myself, is precisely why some users like it, Steve. They literally go, I can feel when I'm on trend. Let Steve talk about the science stuff because he knows the crazy side of those sort of things and way more about trend than I do, a lot more experience as well. So just a quick background on trend, just like equipoise, a lot of people have the misconception that it's a vet steroid, it's given just the animals, yada, yada, yada. Today, it's a vet steroid. But originally, it was designed, okay, for exactly what Mobster just said, to get huge on it. Um, muscle wasting. And really, I would say um, the person who really came up with Trembolone, they their objective was to do something extremely strong. I mean, on paper, it's five times more anabolic and five times more androgenic. So really, for them, I think that in their mind, they're thinking the mad scientist thinking was yeah one day this stuff is going to you know make bodybuilders into absolute beasts and into aliens and i i think i think that the persons who came up with trend really had that objective and that's why they made this thing so strong um they they definitely were not trying to make something mild when they produced trend that's for sure so was trend, it Steve, uh... yeah. Yeah, sorry, the, the, the whole trend thing, especially, we've actually touched on each other of our shows, was circa 1980, where it kind of become a, a thing that caught everybody's eye outside of the animal side, although as Steve said, it was actually created for us to begin with. It was then used in animal, uh, bulking them up, and getting them ready for market, literally adding muscle to cattle so that when they would sell more beef, and then I'm, I'm thinking actually of uh, Dan Duquesne and others around that time, Steve, it caught their eye, and Dan was the great experimenter, where you and I have actually described it thus. We said it, circa 1980, it came into the pro side of bodybuilding and the physique changed. Talk about that as well. Yeah, and I think I think it's a combination of things. It might have been HGH as well, especially in the mid-80s. And then as you get into the late 80s, early 90s, and then now at a competition, now you, can, you can go on our forum and look. Any of the guys that are competing, Pigsy, Monstro, any of these guys who are competing at high levels, they are using trend. Because if you don't use trend, the guy next to you is using trend, and the guy next to him is using trend, and you're going to look, you're just not going to look as good as them. You know what I'm saying? So trend really does it all. You can recomp on it, you can bulk on it, you can cut on it. It's just an amazing steroid. You can get stronger on it. So really, it is a hell of a steroid, but it comes in, you know, with a lot of side effects, a lot of crazy side effects, the sweats, the dehydration, the, the, the energy issues, the, the insomnia that's called trendsomnia. A lot of different things happen on trend. The relationship killers, the effects it has on your neurotransmitters in your brain and your dopamine, um, on your prolactin. 
you know, makes things go haywire in your brain. It killed every relationship I've been in, mobster. Every single relationship. Anytime I want to, I want to break up a relationship, I just take trend, and it does the job <laughs> for me. Seriously, it's hundred percent. We just had a guy on the forum this morning. He's on trend, and he's saying, "Oh, I'm moody. My girlfriend's pissed off at me." I'm like, "Dude, I hate to break it to you, but trend's a relationship killer. Hundred percent batting average. It will ruin a relationship. So just be careful with trend." As far as those seeing, look, 200 milligrams up to some guys go to 350, 400. Some guys go even higher than that. It just depends. Yeah. If they're crazy, like we have a guy on the forum, Body Monster. He's uh, from Texas. He works on an oil rig. But th this guy runs like 500, 700, 1,000 milligrams. Of he loves his trend. Big and, uh, it, yeah. It's going to shorten his lifespan by many, many years. But he is living the life. And I don't think he gives a shit. But he, nah. he runs a lot. And he's a beast. I mean, this guy's a beast. And um, yeah, so trend is one of those things. Just don't abuse it. It's extremely inflammatory in the body. And at the end of the day, you can use it by itself. I'm going to tell you something. You don't need to stack anything with trend. You can just use mm. it by itself. But but if if you told me, Steve, what do you like to stack with? I've stacked it with, I've had really good success stacking it with T-Bowl, which EP has, Toronto Bowl. It's an oral, and I've had success stacking it with Anavar, which is also an EP oral that they have. I've stacked it with, with testosterone. I've stacked it with Masteron. I really like stacking it with something very, very mild because that doesn't add to the side effects of the cycle that you're going to experience. So that's been the way I'd like to use it. And I like to kind of play around. I like to use the ACE because I can adjust the dose up or down. If I'm getting a little too many side effects, I can drop yeah. the dose by 50, 75 milligrams. Gives me that flexibility. But once you have a good grasp of your dosage with trend, then you can go ahead and run the Enantate. And you should have a good idea, especially with Europharmacy's uh, trend E, because it's going to be very consistent uh, gear. So my yeah, 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 few, few, mm -hmm. few thoughts on the trend again, right? So a couple of uh, one I specifically looked at and one which is more uh, mobsters' words of advice. It is not a steroid for those who've never used any steroids before. I have occasionally, and so thank goodness it's only been occasionally, seen people talking about trash on the first. Yeah, and let me just let's get in here, mobster, for a second. Um, you know, we have a couple minutes left, but listen, at the end of the day, when it comes to using your pharmacies, you know what you're getting, you know the doses are gonna be accurate. That's very, very important. And I just talked about trend. Can you imagine running overdose trend? You mean to run 300 milligrams, but it's really 600 milligrams? You can get a stroke. You can have some very harmful effects on your body by running the wrong amounts. So at the end of the day, look, you got to trust the gear you're using. This is why your pharmacies, for me, is a trustworthy gear. So that's my final tip is use your pharmacies. They are high quality. You know what you're getting. If you use the wrong thing, you can literally hurt yourself. And I think a lot of these bodybuilders over the years have killed themselves, literally killed themselves by using underdose crap gear that they got from their gym buddy or overdose gear. And they've used overdose gear and they they ended up taking more than they thought they would or they were using underdose gear and they just kept jacking up the dose, jacking up the dose. Now they're running three, four grams a week and then they they use a different brand from their buddy or a different batch that's dosed properly or overdosed. And then boom, they kill themselves. Because instead of using three grams, what they think is three grams, now they're using five grams. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They got to be yeah. careful. Go with high quality. Don't don't play around. There's no reason to play around with your body. Mobster? I've actually seen this said, funny enough, Steve, echoing your sentiments right there. I've actually seen this said about your pharmacies when they said that they'd used another product which was underdosed and got half our side effects or half the, the results that they were looking for and then took the same amount, but it was Euro pharmacies and they realized actually that the product was properly dosed and got all the results that they were looking for. So it's much better to use a source like Euro pharmacies with the 15 mil options, with the 10 mil options, and knowing that you're gonna exactly what it says on the tin. Something that they do with the certificates of analysis with their lab test, Steve, is you will sometimes see products that are slightly overdosed, a few milligrams over, and just as often, a few milligrams under. I like the fact that they are clear, open, and honest and saying, listen, this product is a little bit under, just a little bit over. They're not pretending it's dead on every single time. They've sent this product 
to a lab to be tested, and they are showing you the results. Not another lab test, not a lab test from before. They haven't sent multiple products out. They've literally said, look, the last time we had it at 96%. This time it's 103%. So that honesty, that clarity, and if you like proof that is a legitimate product, proof that they are doing proper testing, proof that there's a, and of course there's always leeway in these tests anyway, Steve, is that you know that you're getting exactly, well, that's what I said with the analogy I used earlier on, you're getting exactly what you think you're getting. And it's a solid product. And, and, and Steve and I will confirm this. We have used Europharmacy's products. I've had great results from Europharmacy's products. And even just like when I mentioned it earlier on, my bulker, saying that I'm as big as a fucking house. That was just about the biggest I've ever been in my fucking life, Steve, which is unreal and strong like fuck. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy. So you've got my personal representation in that particular regards when I can put my hand on my chest and go, I've used it. It does what it says on the tin, and I like it. I like the fact they have 15 mil products out there. I like the fact that they're going to push the industry and try to take maybe the industry in a different direction. And my gut feeling, and this is my personal opinion, and I mentioned it earlier on in the show, is that they will expand on the 15 mil range. They will follow customer demand, and they will give you what you want to see. By all means, in the comments below, on the forums, and even directly to Euro pharmacies themselves, let them know what you'd like to see. Is there a product set that they can produce for you that's going to do the job? Come and talk to us on the forums. Give us comments below. Let us know what you think about the 15 mil vials. Are you as excited and looking forward to seeing other products that they might produce as I think Steve and I are? Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view based on our experience and views on the topic and podcasts of informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment.